Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Psalm 2, and before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today, and thank you for who you are. Thank you for loving us and for your written word, for your inspiration from your Holy Spirit. And I just pray that we would hear you speak to us, and that today we would listen and incorporate it into our hearts and our spirits. I pray that we would be prepared to hear your word and the message that you have for us. I just lift up this time to you and ask for your blessing upon it. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. So today it's interesting as we go into Psalm 2. Having just read um, many of the New Testament uh, chapter, or books and just having read the, Reve- the end of the story with Revelation, we're going to see that in Psalm 2 that a lot of that is discuss- being discussed right now. So let's go ahead and jump in there to Psalm 2, verse 1. Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. He scoffs at them. He rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will proclaim the Lord's decree. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask me and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You will break them with a rod of iron and you will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise, be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. Kiss his son or he will be angry and your way will lead to your destruction. For his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. So as I read this, I think about revelations. All the kings, all the leaders, all the nations of the world that conspired with Satan with the beast against God, God just wiped them out with one fiery blast. They really didn't have much there for him. Then he says, you are my son. Today I've become your father. Isn't that basically what he says to Jesus? This is my son whom I love. So there's, there's a lot of correlations here and we can see it all the way back into the Old Testament. Therefore, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule. Kiss his son, or he will be angry, and your way will lead to your destruction. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. So Christ is our refuge. Christ is his son. He's talking about his son way back here in Psalms. And the reality is is that God from the beginning of Genesis as we talked about in Revelation 21 and 22 all the way in Genesis when he first planned out Eden and the relationship with Adam and with man to the end of Revelations 
It's all a plan because he wants to fellowship with us. He has his sons that he that is here who cleanses us of his sin, provides grace so we can fellowship with God on a daily basis. And at the end of the day, we need to take refuge in him, stop thinking about how we can plan and do these different things, or even more so in today's typical way of rebelling. I know I've done it. And I read this in Kent Hughes's Preaching the Word. It states, Our rebellion is less dramatic today. Many people we know simply ignore God and do life their own way. They go to school, raise their kids, and pay their taxes without the slightest thought of following Jesus Christ. This is suburban rebellion. And it's true. We may not be aligning armies against God. Although I would say society is starting to do that. But those of us who've just gone about our day not thinking about God, not thanking him, not being in prayer, we are rebelling against him. I know I've done it plenty of times. And that's why I think reading our our Bible, even if it's a short chapter like this, every single day, it'll help us understand and remember God is great. God is good. We need to praise him, thank him, and live for him. So with that, let's go back to God in prayer. Holy Father, I am so grateful for your word. I am thankful that you also don't give up on me. I am a complete failure in so many different ways. And I fall short. And Lord, I I rebel through just not doing stuff for you. I rebel for just by just ignoring. And yet you still love me. You still provide your grace to me. And I'm thankful for it. So Lord, I lift up this time. I lift up this day to you. And I pray that I wouldn't be inactive. That I wouldn't be absorbed in my day to day. That I would think about you and live for you. I lift up my family And I pray you watch over them, keep them safe. The world's turning a little bit upside down, and it's very scary for them. And I just pray you watch over them and bless them with your your love, your peace, and your joy. And protect, put a hedge about them and keep them safe. And I pray that for our friends, and I pray for that for our nation. And I have a special request, a friend of mine who, his sister just had, surgery the other day for cancer. And I just pray you'd comfort that family and be with them. Hold her close and heal her body. Walk with walk with her. Make sure that she knows you. Put people in her life, I pray, who would introduce you to them if she doesn't know you. I just pray for this. I pray for you to bless the family. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.